I'm going to talk to y'all about the Toronto Transit Commission. The Toronto Transit Commission. The TTC. These mother jammers. Very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting dynamic like public transportation in general and also in this post-pandemic era, these times, public transit. You go on the bus or the streetcar or the subway, <clears throat> during this pandemic, you have all these like little notifications. It's like, this seat is reserved. Don't sit in this seat. Don't sit in that seat. Blah, 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 blah. And it's all kind of redonkulous when you think about it, because like we're all in an enclosed capsule, breathing in air. You know, there ain't really no social distancing going on, no significant social distancing at any rate. So whether one mother jamma sits in this seat or the other mother jamma sits in that seat, what bumbleclot fuck difference does it fucking make, you dummy bozo bonehead? You know, if you reserve one seat, skip a seat and then open up one seat, there's like a what, a one foot gap in between these mother jammas? You're still breathing the same air, you bozo bird brain boneheads. Bloody redonkulous. <laughs> you know, and I've been dealing with that lately, you know, carting my carcass, hauling my carcass to and fro, you know, trying to turn a lousy buck at this job that I work. Pardon the squeak, folks. I got to get this chair fixed, you know? <laughs> you know? It's a squeaky chair, never mind that. But um, yeah, I'm going to get it fixed. But anyway, you know, cart carting this carcass, hauling this frame of mine to and fro, I've been dealing with a lot on public transit. <laughs> and when you live in a big city, the disparity between people, different ages, different religions, different races and creeds. It makes no difference. There's just such a disparaging gap. And I think a lot of times it comes down to attitudes and outlooks. You know, how, how people are raised in their homes. That's a wider discussion. But suffice to say, there's a lot of panhandlers and scragglers and changers and buggers and beggars on the public transit. It's like they run a loop of, they just kind of scraggle. <sighs> like they sneak onto the subway, they sneak onto the streetcar, and they just walk up and down all day. They start at like 6 a.m., the first train, all aboard! First train in the morning, they're scraggling back and forth. <laughs> Got any change? Got any change? Panhandling at 6 a.m. Until like the wee hours of the morning. You know, the streetcar opens at... Well, the streetcar goes 24-7. Most of them in Toronto. Then the subway goes like, I don't know. 6.30 a.m. till 2 a.m., you know? 
from 6 a.m. in the morning to 2 a.m. at night slash morning, you know, early into the morning hours. So throughout that period, throughout that time, people just wandering around aimlessly with the panhandling and the begging and the mental delusions comes in point, comes a point where as a TTC patron, you know, you got to protect yourself, you know, you got to be open eyed and aware of what's going on. I'm packing a fish whacker. Take a look at this, folks. This is what is known as a fish whacker. You know, you can buy them on Amazon. You know, I'm packing a fish whacker. Just in case one of these, um, you know, deranged lunatics gets fresh with me. You know, I'm going to whack them over the head with my fish whacker. You know, I'm telling you, I mean, I've had times where you're on the streetcar and some goofball will just like, <gasps> I remember one time this guy just like, you know, he gets onto the streetcar, right? And he's like, <sighs> then he like, you know, I'm sitting at the back of the bus, right? I'm like, oh God. And his jaw's just going, right? <sighs> And he hoofs it right up to where I'm sitting at the back of the bus. <clears throat> Plops himself right down next to me. <clears throat> stretches out on the back seat. Pulls his legs onto the back seat. He's stretched out on the back seat of the bus. I get up and I walk off, right? I'm like, I am out of here. Get me out of here. I get up and I walk off, right? This guy, you know, he... He's rolling around on the back of the bus. <sighs> Finally, at some point, he gets up. I guess it was his stop. I don't even know how the hell he knew because he was like in a stupor. All of a sudden, he just kind of springs too. <sighs> Maybe he got hit with some Norcan or something. <sighs> Is that what they call that? That fucking fentanyl rejuvenator? Norcan or whatever? I guess he got zapped with a can of Norcan or something. Springs out of his slumber. <clears throat> Comes stumbling over towards me, right? <clears throat> Just like staring at me, right? And he was a big fella, you know? He was like 6'1", you know? He had like an inch or two on me. I'm 5'11". He's like 6'1". Had a couple inches on me. And he was a wiry kind of dude. He looked like he had some strength to him. I could tell he had some strength to him. Wiry type of dude. He had these big mitts on him. He had these big meaty mitts on him. These big, big mitts. Big fists. And he's just... <clears throat> staring at me, right? I'm just like... Don't. I could see the wheels turning in his head, and I just said, don't. And he goes, huh? what? <sighs> Brushes on past me. And from that day forward, I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm packing a fish whacker. From that day forward, I'm packing a fish whacker. I even got one of them, uh, you know, keychain devices. Take a look at that, you know feel like a little bit of a little woman carrying this, you know, but you never know when it comes in handy. It's like one of them, you know, keychain, you know, uh, 
jabbing devices packs a wallop to your punch. You know, if you're ever in a jam, you ever catch yourself in a jam and, you know, some fucking deranged beggar is attacking you on the bus, you know, just pop that out of your pocket and, you know, give him a couple of jabs in the old rib cage. Guy would do what you can. You know? It's been very interesting this last week taking public transit. TTC. During this time, man, there's a lot of strangeness. And it's kind of funny because I notice the crazy activity seems to subside in the winter. It's like they actively choose. That's the interesting thing. They actively choose when to be crazy. So I don't just buy it as, oh, it's nonsensical blibble blabble. It's nonsensical jargon that these people do and they're out of their mind and they can't help themselves. No, they're very smart and focused on what they want to focus. When they want to make an issue of something, they do. When they see it as something that they don't want to commit to or if it's inconvenient for them, they don't. During the cold winter months, it's too cold. It's a bit of a headache to act crazy on a bus and like, minus 20 weather they wait until springtime to <gasps> craziness is in full bloom you know once them flowers and petunias come poking out so do the fucking basket cases and deranged mental lunacy <gasps> you know they're very cunning and clever when they want to be i've noticed that during the winter season, you don't really see much of this on the streetcar or on the bus. But as soon as, you know, the weather warms up, it comes out. And what about the people that know better? Oh my God. You ever be stuck on a bus next to a phone babbler? I say good morning, sweetheart. You'll be stuck on a bus next to one of them babblers, one of them mother jammers. Bloody hell. You know? As I commute to work, you know, um I'm working right now. One of the current threads of JR the P. I've started my own production company, Noi Productions. And a part of facilitating those responsibilities, got to earn some money. You know, I got to put some money into the pot in order to keep my dream, my production company, Noi Productions, afloat. You know, I got a day gig. And a part of that is, you know, working daily as a working stiff. So when I'm doing my commuting, on the streetcar to my day job, it could be like six o'clock in the morning, you know, and the working person can attest to this or just, I don't know, whoever, whoever takes public transit, students, um, you know, travelers. First thing in the morning, you see these mother jammers, oh, blah, 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 talking up a blue streak on the phone. It's like, <laughs> you are, Talking a mile a minute, first thing in the morning on a moving bus, it's 6.30 in the morning, shut up, shut up.
there is a certain neediness and counterproductive intuition that can be deduced from somebody willing to just blah, 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 full conversation at 630 in the morning on a moving bus. If that's me, I'd be like, you know, you're talking to your wife, you're talking to your husband, you're talking to your kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to stop you right there, honey. I am coming home tonight, right? Do you believe me? Do you believe that I'm coming home tonight? See you when I get home. There's a certain, like, neediness and counterproductive strangeness to a person who would just go in to talk to somebody first thing in the morning on a phone. <laughs> See you when I get home. Talk to you later. I'm on a moving bus right now. Bye. The day has barely even started. Bye. And you see these people. There's like, you know, one out of 30 people on a bus will just blah, 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 disrupt the whole fucking bus. It's just like, shut up. Not only am I packing a fish whacker and a rape whistle kit, I'm also packing earplugs. I stuff these earplugs in my ear to like save me from the pointless babble of these idiots. There's something awfully squilly going on with a person who does that. At least from my judgment. And, you know, I also find it, um, find it a bit of a conundrum as well, where it's like, where do you look? You ever had that problem? It's like, what do you listen to? You, you know, you hear all this blah, blah, blah around you. Your attention's always being taken. And on top of which, where do you look? I mean, you're sitting there. You look straight ahead, there's a wall, and or you look straight ahead, there's a, another TTC bus rider. You know, you know, you're always like averting people's gaze, averting the gaze of like random strangers. Uh, you don't know where to look. That's a headache as well. <laughs> you know, I, sometimes I pretend like I'm asleep. It's awkward, you know, like I got like a, you know, an hour, I got like an hour long subway ride of like pretending I'm asleep. And even when you do, that doesn't even stop a panhandler. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Wake up. Wake up. Spirit change. Spirit change. They'll like come up to you and like talk at you even when your eyes are closed. Spirit change. Spirit change. Redonkulous. So yes, public transit, a very interesting thing in this time, post-pandemic, and just in general. And a lot of times, even the drivers, the TTC operators, the bus drivers, the train, train conductors, streetcar drivers, they play games, I notice. They play their little games as well. Such a strange thing in the world where so much of life is undefined and it's hard to make tops or tails of it. And people in their ego and arrogance and their self-importantness. I check this out. You can relate to this if you, you know, take trains or transit. 
there's a bus stop. There's a pole indicating the bus stop. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is that not the goal line? Right? The pole. The pole with the transit information. That's the goal line. That's where the transit, train, streetcar, generally stops. Here's the pole. Here's the bus. It stops in front of the pole. Lately, I've been noticing my streetcar conductor. This bozo, this blockhead. He don't stop at the pole. So you, you'll be standing at the pole. He'll stop like... So then you have to walk over. But then sometimes he'll... Stop and go. You know, he'll stop short. You'll go over to meet him. Then he'll continue on. It's like this little back and forth game he's been playing with me. Now, I'm not trying to take it personal and shit the bed over it. But it's been really ruffling my feathers. Because he like, you know, he'll stop short, stop and go. And you look like a complete idiot, like trying to like chase down a streetcar to get on. It's like, would you stand still, would you? Do you mind if I get on? I am a paying customer, you know. So, there's a little bit of that been going on. Testing my patience. <laughs> Don't make any sense to me. Is what it is. I guess I can't really think too much about it. Um, another bus driver got fresh with me the other day. Check this. So like I mentioned, there's all these like designated seating arrangements due to <coughs> COVID-19. <laughs> so, um, pardon my folks. See all this, like, see all those alarms? See all that? You could probably hear it, rather. Do you hear all these, um, uh, that's the chaos of the world. That's like the pandemonia of pandemic, the overinflated importance, the overinflated sensationalism of people. I guarantee, I can almost guarantee, nothing's going on there. This blaring siren, this, oh my God, somebody made some French toast and they burned it. Attention, attention, emergency, emergency, nothing's going on here. We live in this weird world where attention and ego is just out of control in the average person. And I'm not even going to have any humility here. I'm not like that. I don't want people's attention for no reason. I take the responsibility and commitment to do JR the P, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. I thank you very much for your viewership. I thank you very much for your listenership. That is what I'm seeking in this venue. But when I'm out about in my daily business, the last thing that I want and the last thing that I need is unwarranted attention. I don't seek it. I don't want it. I don't like people looking at me. I don't like people talking to me. I don't like people paying any attention to me when I'm out and about in my daily business. It's of no use to me. That's why I consider and I overemphasize like 
these situations. Like I, like I mentioned, the phone babbler, blah, 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 talking up a blue streak on the phone. You're distracting everybody. You're gaining everybody's attention for your stupid babbling. It's pointless. And what are you seeking? What are you seeking? You want all this attention. You need this attention. You need the attention of the person on the other end of the phone. You obviously don't mind, or at least, you at least don't mind the fact that you're drawing all this attention to yourself. And for what? For what? Are you growing spiritually from this? Are you making money from this? You can almost guarantee when somebody's talking on a bus, on a phone, they're not growing spiritually from it and they're not making money off of it. Therefore, at least in my estimation, it's pointless. When I'm in a conversation with somebody, I would like to either be growing spiritually, like I'm enjoying this on a spiritual level, or I'm making money. Otherwise, there's no point. And these people, oh yeah, you know, so so-and-so, blah, 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 at work today, and daily, blah, 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 and what are you doing? Where are you going? What are you? you needy, stupid simpleton. Shut the fuck up. Hang up that phone. Focus on yourself. I'm like a dictator. I want to control people. <laughs> I want to control when they talk and who they talk to. <sighs> Maybe it's just a symptom of pandemic too. Coming out of like this, coming into this post-pandemic world, I'm noticing, I'm like, you know, I really don't miss listening to people. That was, that was like one of the nice things about being in quarantine. It's like, wow, no more pointless conversations with people. Now I've returned to the real world where people talk freely. <gasps> but anyway, back to the TTC driving point. Um, I had this TTC driver recently. I got on a bus and I went to sit in a seat. I was in a rush. It was at the end of the day. I had already worked a full day. I guess I was a little oblivious. I noticed the seat, it had a sign on it. But I don't live in this eh, 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 fear, pandemonium, COVID-19, coronavirus, be fearful for your life, eh, 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 fear, pandemonium, control, paranoia. Like, I don't live in that world. I'm not, it's a fucking game. It's a child's game and I'm, I'm barely paying attention to it. I'm just waiting for people to shut up and get back to normal. So it's like, I'm not living in this reality that they're trying to set forth. I'm like oblivious to it. Fuck it. It's nonsense. You know? It's a bunch of mumbo jumbo. So like I was kind of absent-minded. I'm like, oh, some stupid thing, whatever. Oh, what's that note say? Whatever. I went, I sat down. It was reserved seating. The bus driver goes, um, don't sit there, man. A grown man giving another grown man an order. Don't sit there, man. <laughs> now I'm not above reproach and I like to think my ego's in check. I wouldn't even have mind if he had a um, stern yet respectable dealing with me. Had he been stern, but respectable, I would have, I wouldn't have had no problem. Had he been like, sir, can you please not sit there? 
You know, he's getting a little snippy. You know, he's a little upset. <sighs> Sir, can you please not sit there? I could have accepted that. No harm, no foul. I technically was in the wrong. As much as I disagree with all this COVID-19 horseshit, there was a sign clearly labeled. I was just a little absent-minded. He would be in the right to tell me that. Sir, could you please not sit there? Okay, so whatever. No harm, no foul. I get up and move. You know, he's getting a little testy, a little snippy, but I see his point. Okay. But his words to me were, Don't sit there, man! Is that an order? You're giving me orders? You do know you're talking to another man, don't you? Like man to man, you're talking to another man. You giving me an order? You give me an order, pal? Now, I ain't no tough guy. I ain't looking to start no kerfuffle. But I ain't getting ordered around like some fucking dime store clown. Like, come on now. You're talking to another man. Man. So I got up, right? And I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. He was like pulling out of the station. And he's like, what? I was like, wait, 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 wait. Can you let me off? He's like, what? Can you let me off? I got off, got on another bus. What, what do you think you're the only... You think you're the only bus game in town, baby? You think you're the only bus game in town, baby? You know, bitches and bozos are like buses. You know, you miss one, you catch another. Ain't no fucking big deal. You think you're the only bus game in town, baby? Talking to me like that? Don't sit there, man. You ain't giving me no orders, buddy. Can you pull over? And I got off. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, what, what do you mean? You, you got off. You got off the bus. He won. No, he didn't win. Bitches and bozos are like buses. You miss one, you catch another. Secondly, he gave me an order. Don't sit there, man. Wait, 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 wait. Now I'm giving you an order. Can you pull the bus over? I'm not his bus. I'm not his boss. I'm not his bus conductor or supervisor. Who am I to tell him to pull the bus over? But I did, because I didn't like his tone. You're going to talk to me disrespectful? You're going to talk down to me, give me orders? Don't sit there, man. You're going to talk to me like a child? Well, maybe I'll talk to you like a child. Wait, 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 wait. Can you pull the bus over? I'm going to have you stop your... Um, daily business and routine and take an order from me. Actually, I'm giving an order. Can you pull the bus over? And I got off and I got on another one directly. Bitches and bozos are like buses. You miss one, you catch another. Think you're the only bus game in town, baby? Bozo? Blockhead? Bonehead? Bird brain? Boombaclot? Got on another bus. So, you know, bus riding, public transit during pandemic, you know, it's very interesting. So, 
this is something that's kind of been in my world past week or so as I'm committing to my new um, job and as I'm moving forward with my production company, Noi Productions. Now, I can't really run a business on a bus, but what I'm saying is like, as I go out into the world and I'm pushing for my goals, trying to make my dreams a reality, it's very interesting, very interesting. And the lesson there is, um, you know, you got to deal with people in grace, with grace intact, and you got to know when, um, you got to know when to respond. You don't have to get all up in arms over every little thing, but I think it's important to be aware that, hey, if somebody's just going to take it upon themselves to talk to you like a child and give you an order, there's a time in which to speak up. Hey, if it's a boss... Sometimes your boss is going to have a situation where they're going to lose their patience and speak at you in a very commanding manner. As the employee, you might have to, you know, take a slice of humble pie and, you know, yes, boss, you know. Take your role within the company, okay? If that's what the boss says, that's what the boss says. But if some random swinging dick or flapping vagina out there in the public atmosphere wants to just give you an instruction don't sit there man hey i ain't trying to puff my chest up as some tough guy but um let me make it clear you don't give me orders can you pull the buzz over catch another one